1: Oh, we need a little color. Good morning, yeah. everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour two, right here on My Talk, Everything Entertainment, Everything Wheel of Fortune. I'm Jace, Alex and Holly on this uh, Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. This is Benson Boone in the stars, one of the new songs on our rotation. A little slow, but you know what? I don't hate it yet.
0: <laughs> Keyword yet. Yeah but yes it's 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 a lovely song, it is,
1: yeah, we're so glad uh, that you are in attendance. Sit back, relax in your car. What is the? oh God, driving yesterday was just awful with the weather oh. Holly, uh is it gonna what's the weather today? Is it uh a repeat of yesterday? please uh, say no,
2: not as moist at <laughs> least until this evening, like later at night, perhaps when you're all done with your stuff, but it's cloudy. We're not okay. going to see the sun until maybe Sunday,
1: oh my really it's yeah,
2: and then you know, the snowflakes are on Saturday, yeah, mm-hmm. right, and sun on Sunday, so it will just dry everything up, right? Yes,
0: maybe yeah. they'll fall and works. completely disintegrate. That's what I'm hoping, sure, and then we got
2: a bunch of look, we just <laughs> got a we got a moist week. This week is moist, yeah, it was really coming down yeah. yesterday, and then oh, the, it was
1: very moist. I
2: didn't know where I was in time and space. It was like two in the afternoon, right. felt like eight p you know, m mm-hmm. whole day long.
1: A, it's a weird day yesterday. listen to hour one you'll we we go over. It's yeah. weird anyway. Mm-hmm. uh, we're glad you're here. Okay, we were talking about all the memoirs that are out Brit Brits. um we have Mitt Romney's. John yeah. Stamos,
0: Jada Pinkett Smith, Jada
1: Pinkett Smith, and Holly, you have some nugs. You have some John Stamos nugs from the bio.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's called "If You Would Have Told Me." That's the name of John Stamos's memoir. It's out today, or it was out yesterday, so it's out right now. That's why we're getting all these tidbits. Well, one of the things that we're learning. So here are some of the things that we're learning that John Stamos actually alerted his former Full House co-star Lori Laughlin to the press conference about the college admission scandal. She didn't know what was going on.
1: Oh. What?
2: No. He's like, look, I, you know, I immediately texted Lori. Are you watching the news? And she was like, no. Why? Because an FBI agent is announcing the largest college admission scandal ever handled by the Department of Justice, And he's like, turn on the TV, Lori, now. There's a big press conference happening. She's like, what channel? He's like, every channel. (laughs) And she didn't know that it was happening. Every channel, channel, in all caps. She had no idea. Oh... And they were pretty close at that time. Apparently, Lori Laughlin and John Stamos, their family, lived in the, in the same neighborhood. They had become closer than ever. And what John Stamos has to say about that whole college admission scandal is he applauds Lori Laughlin for taking the blame and owning the fact that she made a mistake.
1: Yeah. 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 That's all you can do.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other things we're learning, guys. John wow. Stamos yeah. tried to get the Olsen twins fired from Full House.
1: Okay, now I've yeah. seen that headline over the years, but what does it actually mean, Holly? Does he say, like, what What did he actually do?
2: Right, Jason, because he has talked about uh, in previous conversations that he tried yeah. to get the Olsen twins fired when they were 11 months old. Now he goes... <laughs> God, that's <laughs> just like is a crazy. funny sentence.
1: That's just a funny sentence. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Trying to get these infants fired. Uh, John Stamos goes into detail about this, and Apparently, he told Jeff Franklin, the guy who created Full House, "It's either me or them. They're not going to work out, and they'll ruin the show and my career." So then, apparently, a new set of twins were brought in, and he said, "quote They are quiet, calm, and homely as hell." <laughs> 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 and then, and then, okay. And then, Tamos. <laughs>
1: Word homely, that word isn't used a lot anymore. No,
2: so then he saw the new homely babies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he quickly asked to bring the Olsen twins back. They were waiting backstage because I'm assuming as much that Jeff Franklin was like, these homely babies are not going to work out. Yeah. So we've got the Olsen twins waiting back in the wings.
1: It's a visual medium, John. It's yeah. a visual medium. Yeah.
2: But then John Stamos was jealous. Um, uh, well, apparently Bob Saget was jealous of John Stamos' relationship that with the Olsen twins that developed over time. Mm-hmm. And John Stamos didn't even think Bob Saget was right to play the role of Danny Tanner because Bob Saget at the time was a stand-up comedian, not an actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And John Stamos was also jealous Um uh, Bob Saget apparently was also jealous of how close John Stamos and Dave Coulier had become. Cut mm. it out. Oh,
1: oh, really?
2: Yes. I can see that. He says, Bob is the humblest. This is what John Stamos wrote about Bob Saget. Bob is the humblest egomaniac I've ever met, but he undercuts his narcissism by being so damn lovable. Mm-hmm. A walking contradiction. He makes up for his self-inflicted insecurity by being a self-inflicted aggrandizer. So, oh wow! Yeah,
1: because they did ultimately get to be best friends.
2: Yes, yes.
1: They ultimately.
2: Yeah, ultimately. Mm-hmm. And he wanted off a full house. You guys, John Stamos begged to get out of that role.
1: He did. He did for how much? Like for for a while.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, uh, you know after the first season. Oh. You know the show. It was one of those things. And, you know, television. Yeah, it Television executives take note mm-hmm. because some of your favorite shows take a long time to hit their stride and yep. develop their audience. And Full House was one of those things. And apparently, yeah, Full House was initially met not great in the ratings. And after the first season, John Stamos' agents called him to tell him that he may be able to get out of the show. But then apparently, you know, he had a change of heart because he started bonding with the cast. Mm-hmm. And then things started to develop, and eventually, you know, John's CGIF And yeah, exactly. he was also the cool uncle Jesse and the Rippers.
0: I mean, yeah, you got to wear the leather jackets and mm-hmm. bring the girlfriends over and just be the cool uncle. Mm-hmm. That's a great role. Yeah.
1: Uh, I heard a sexy little uh, tidbit Ooh. in his interview with Howard. And he said, when he was on General Hospital, yeah, because I, I just googled him just to remind myself of what he looked like back when he was like in his twenties and thirties. He was, well, he still is, but he was hot. Oh, like, yeah. Like you forget how hot John Stamos was, anyway, and still is. But he was on GH, and he said one day a woman snuck into his dressing room at ABC Studios, snuck in, and she was a penthouse. Playmate. And she had a folder full of her nudes and then proceeded without words. She walked in. He's like, hi, she handed him the folder. She starts taking off her clothes and they had sex right there in his dressing room. And then she went over to his awkward little sink in his dressing room. <laughs> um, uh, you know, got freshened up and left without a word. Wow. Can you imagine? I mean, and Howard was like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> yeah, he's
0: like, that what, never what? happens to me, I'm That's sure. what Howard I, said. I, I yeah. haven't listened yet, but I can't no. wait now. Howard
1: goes, that would never happen to me. But yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Man, and we're, wow. just, we're just scratching the surface. Scratching. This oh. memoir, John Stamos's new memoir. Who knew? Seems like it's going to be exceedingly juicy. I can't wait. Ex- exceedingly. Again, this book, it's called... If you would have told me, it's out now. So many great stories. Uh, yeah, very interested in reading this.
1: When we come back, uh, oh. Madonna on tour, she uh, kind of revealed something in one of her happy chat moments, and it has me a little worried. I'll tell you what that.
2: Hey, it's Holly for my friends at Nutritional Weight and Wellness and want to tell you about nutritional weight and wellness's menopause solutions class yes nutritional weight and wellness is here to guide you through a deep dive on the topic of menopause with their online menopause solutions class it's self-paced and it allows you to discover steps to manage uncomfortable symptoms of menopause you know the hot flashes low libido unexpected weight gain hip and back pain you know hair where you haven't had hair before and in this class, Menopause Solutions, you learn about real food solutions to get your unwanted menopause uh, symptoms under control. So no matter what no matter what stage you're in, perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Nutritional Weight and Wellness is here to help with their Menopause Solutions class. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword menopause, to sign up. Again, that is mytalk1071.com, keyword menopause
1: back. Jason and Alexis in the morning live on my talk, everything entertainment, everything tranquilizer darts. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly.
0: Haha, <laughs> you miss.
1: I always, you know, look over there. <laughs> there we go. Gotcha. Hi, Matrix. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about Madonna.
0: Me too, Jason. Mm-hmm.
1: Holly three. <laughs> <laughs> Holly too. Yeah, I'm worried about Madonna. Yeah. Worried about Madonna.
0: What is she, like nine shows into like 70-something shows? Yeah. Ooh.
1: And I know that these early shows bump up against her recovery. Yeah. So maybe, you know, progressively she will get better.
0: Stronger, better, yeah.
1: But I I just feel I'm worried. She openly not admitted that word means that you you know you've done something wrong but she revealed i'll say she revealed that she still doesn't feel great she was doing like happy chat at one of the shows i still i believe in london and she was like yeah i don't i'm still not well and then and, and then to see on on tiktok a, a lot of concert goers have posted different routines from the show and then to see the comments below,
0: oh, don't read the comments.
1: It just makes me sad, and it and it and it angers me because there's so much ageism, and there's so much hate and 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 gross comments oh, about. Oh, are being really rude? Yeah, they're being really rude. And look, I know, look, Madonna doesn't care, and. Madonna says crap stuff. I get it. I, I, you know, you don't need to tell me about Madonna. I'm I'm the Madonna generation, but I'm just saying as a fan and someone from her, her fan group that grew up with her, it's really hard to see your, your icons. It's really hard to see your stars um, age. And, you know, one person wrote, they had um, the fan had posted Vogue. And look, is Madonna as fluid of a dancer and as a mover as she was even 10 years ago? No. But we have to keep in mind, the woman isn't um, a magical witch. No. She's, she's 65. She's, fixed. she's 65.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm going to say that she's 65. And I, and I thought she, I, I looked at it several times trying to be critical. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's again, that's why you use the word fluid. She's not as fluid as she was but my god not only she's 65 but she's obviously still recovering. Oh my gosh. Just, she almost died. Yes, she did. She and that's very not, serious. It was very serious. I'm worried.
0: I yeah.
1: I, Have you guys seen any of the With the risk of, the of saying
0: yeah, sounding in that category, I 100% feel the same way. Not only is that because she's not fully recovered, but also, you know, the pressure, not only does she put on herself, but for these 70-some dates, you know, I kind of mm. want to be like, maybe we should have started with 12, you know?
1: Yeah. Or do the different legs, do an international leg, yeah. take a break, then do the national leg. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I have seen some of it. Uh, her daughters are up dancing with her, which is really fun to see. Yeah, Just like Beyonce. Her daughter in blue. can
1: Vogue, girl. Her daughter, did, yes. Uh, her daughter can Estelle. Vogue.
0: Oh my gosh! It, so that's been pretty fun to see. But yeah, I mean, yeah, she, she's not moving like she
2: used to. But.
0: Are any of
1: us no, we're not right now listen to our show we're 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 a slow record today, <laughs> you know, yes. but I just wanted to put out yeah. there Madonna oh, we're yeah. Uh, yeah, we're thinking of you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we love you,
2: yeah, and- well, she you know she is the ultimate taskmaster to herself, yeah, so yep. she is extremely disciplined, extremely hard on herself, and So, you know, pulling back the curtain, I've been in Madonna land all week. I'm working on something about Madonna and and going back and reading all of these articles about her from 20, 30 years ago. You know, this is how she she is self-disciplined to the extreme. And so partially this, I imagine, is a manifestation of her self-discipline. Also, I'd be interested to see what the business side of things is behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, and uh, her deal with Live Nation and and other folks, and getting this tour off the ground. But anybody having the expectation that Madonna is going to be dancing and moving the way that she did on her Blonde Ambition World Tour thirty years ago is just sorely mistaken. And Delusional. watching, uh, delu- thank you, yeah. And watching the clips from the Celebration Tour, it's actually a lot of fun. And she has her dancers Mm -hmm. doing a lot of the movement for her. But there are some very touching moments. You know, there's a uh, she sings the song Live to Tell and she's up in a box and it floats over the stage and she's memorializing folks who have lost their lives to AIDS. And it's Mm -hmm. very touching. She has a tribute, you know, to her contemporary Michael Jackson. She has this is a celebration of think about it, almost a half century of, of being a pop star almost a half century, 40 years ago, was when her first album came out.
0: Let's celebrate her and raise her up. Thank yeah. you. Like, I, thank you. Just, I don't get these comments.
1: I don't either. No. I really don't. I, I just. The fact I,
0: that she's still doing it. You know, she doesn't have to you, be right. doing it. No. Then don't go.
1: Yeah. Don't go. Don't get on the internet. I don't know. I did really quick. We got to go. But Carrie Ananaba was interviewed recently. You know, Carrie was a dancer for Madonna. On tour, yeah, yeah, I believe the um, the Peep Show one. I can't think of what was called anyway. um, And Carrie Ann said that, and this goes to what Holly said of Madonna basically being her her own toughest uh, taskmaster. Madonna did not like and did not appreciate tardiness. Now the irony is not lost on me that Madonna is like an hour late to every one of her shows, but that's fine anyway. But she does not like uh, tardiness from her staff. And Carrie Ann Inaba said that for every, I think, hour. No, I'm sorry. For every minute that the dancers were late, Madonna would charge them $100. Oh, wow. And Carrie Ann said it was such a great lesson that she was never late to a gig after that. That it was tough, but it taught her the importance of being respectful of other people's time. Yeah. Like, that's mm. nice. That's mm. nice.
2: One more plug okay. before we go. Yeah. If folks are interested in Madonna, there's a new biography out about Madonna. Mm. And Lori and Julia interviewed the author yesterday. Yes, So you sure can did. go to mytalk1071.com and check out the interview with Lori and Julia and Mary Gabriel. She's the author of Madonna, A Rebel Life. So go that's check right. that out if you want more. Madge nugs.
1: It was a good interview with the girl, yeah. so... With the latest, uh, Lori and Julia, today, 3 to 6, right here on My Talk. Drive time divas they are. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't know why I said that like Yoda, but whatever. Uh When we come back, Holly hosts the Master Debaters. We- oh, my God. I had so much fun last night. I went to... Uh- Little sneak preview of the new Red Cow and YZ. That's right, it opens tomorrow. So if you are in the Minnetonka, YZ neighborhood uh, area, you can now run to Red. Guys, it's so good. The atmosphere is so great. um And they have a couple new items that they only have uh, right now at the Red Cow and YZ. And one of them was chowder fries. Now, you know, like poutine but this had a chowder over it, and it was so good. I mean, what's better than carbs and cheese? I mean, let's be honest. To get that as a little appy, it's so good. Now, no matter what Red Cow you live by, you know what I'm gonna say, happy hour. Um, We need something to cheer us up. The weather's horrible, so don't cook. Run to Red, happy hours, two to 5.30, six, seven, and $8 menu at Red Cow. The $7 menu is filled with margaritas to make us smile with this cloudy weather. So grab your friends, Follow the herd and run to... Re- now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor.
0: From like the 70s or 80s. Dreaming, dream
1: dream.
0: has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled Mediocre Radio
1: Show. That's right. <laughs> it's your sh- a savings store, everybody. I mean, they're not around anymore, but... Yeah.
0: What was their budget? That right. went on and on and on. <laughs> yeah.
1: They had a full band. You know?
0: Yeah. This is definitely right. studio quality right there. Saving mm-hmm. that money with those blue light specials. Sure I guess was. so.
1: It is time for the Master debates. Let's debate, bro. Jason. Well, he has a point. Alexis. She's right here now.
0: The master debaters.
1: Okay, you just made it
2: weird. Here's Holly. Always making it weird when we're debating (laughs) low-stakes, semi-controversial topics. That would be Jason and Alexis. I've got a few of them in my hand. They don't know these ahead of time. I'm going to assign them a this or that. They have to debate their side of the topic. And the person who does the best job wins. And it's totally arbitrary. There's no rules. There's no no
1: rules. And you choose,
2: Holly. That's right. And there's no crying in baseball. No. No. Uh, This, I'm very curious because, you know, we had a conversation in the first hour Mm -hmm. about holiday cards. So here is our first low stakes, semi-controversial topic up for debate this morning. Greeting (laughs) cards. Are they a thoughtful expression or are they throwing away money? Now, Alexis, I'm going to assign you thoughtful expression. Jason throwing away money. We're going to start with Alexis this morning. She has 30 seconds to debate why greeting cards are a thoughtful expression.
0: Oh, greeting cards, it's it's an inexpensive way to just sit down, write your words out, and there's something about something that's handwritten that the recipient can save for a lifetime, you know, you hear about the love letters that Grandpa wrote Grandma, and now you have. And you can just keep them forever. And just a small little memento to remind you of that person who might not be around anymore. And sometimes you just need a little boost from your family and friends just feeling loved.
2: Aww, thank you, Alexis. Now, Jason, <laughs> you have 30 seconds to tell us why greeting cards are throwing away money uh-oh
1: because uh, other than grandma and grandpa who you may or may not like uh everyone else throws them away uh you're wasting your money the only people keeping greeting cards that you give them are alexis and the grandma and grandpa she just spoke of and that's it <laughs> everybody else in your life throws them away 30 seconds after opening them so you're wasting four five six dollars that you could spend on a cup of coffee so Don't waste your money because you're literally flushing it down the toilet. (laughs) Greeting cards suck.
2: (laughs) I have to go with Alexis's sentimentality. Although, Jason, in my heart of hearts, I'm with you.
1: Oh, my God. Where
2: I am not a greeting card person, but I will send them to folks who I know know, that they appreciate them. So that is the only time I will send a greeting card. Does know it? your audience. No, thank you. No, well, yeah, you know. Like, for well, instance, my brother. Mm-hmm. I write a little card on an index card because he
0: literally opens it and sh- over his shredder and shreds it immediately. <laughs> so I just know. My that's other brother. Jake. No, no, that's Zach. Yeah. Jake, on the other hand, my other brother and my sister, Mare, they love them, keep them, cherish them. So there you go. They might get a handmade card.
1: But you just know
0: that about them.
1: The only person is my mother because we got into a giant fight. Yes. Um, I bought that woman purses. I bought her a coach purse this year, but I did not give her a Mother's Day card one year. And she passive aggressively, like two months later, just ripped me. You don't care about me because you didn't give me a Mother's Day card. I'm like, lady, lady. I don't, you raised a kid that I don't care at all about greeting cards. Greeting cards don't mean anything to me. So I'm sorry, but now that I know that it does mean something to you, this is back when she lived in Louisiana, I will send you a card for Arbor Day. Cherry cheesecake day. Were you a I'll, butthole whatever. about it later on? Yes, I was. Every oh. holiday, you're like, it's <laughs> honey ham day. Oh, Mama's getting you, a card. Oh, that pissed. That was one of our first fights, as like a as me as an adult. You know, <laughs> oh, god I was yes. so mad. I was like, you 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 are being so irrational. Oh my god, I was mad. I could not believe that I was being yelled at, and she was crying over a. a I'm like I got you a gift, I got you a really expensive gift, and you are mad at me because I didn't get you I forgot to get you a card. oh my God, I was mad, just being honest, but yeah. hey this was about eight years ago, but now you know hey, now I know yes it means something to her yep, and I course corrected
2: and she keeps them mm-hmm. well and it's it's a fascinating dynamic because I am not a card person. And I will again, like Alexa said, know your audience. I will yeah. give cards to folks who I understand that that means something to them. Yes. But then it's interesting because I don't really care about cards. No. You know, I don't care about it's nice to receive them, but I I'm not going to hold it against anyone or get upset if nobody sends me a card. In fact, it's just kind of like, well, yeah, again, save the money, treat yourself to a coffee. That's fine. Just give me a wink and a nod and a and a smile and a tip of the hat. Yeah, or an email or, or a text. Or something. It doesn't have to be necessarily in a card. Yeah. But it is, this, it, yeah, it's it's a fascinating one.
1: My, mm-hmm. Let me give sure props is. to the husband. Colin gives really good cards. Colin yeah, gives thoughtful, thoughtful cards. Yeah, I can very, see that. Yeah. Really, Colin is really good at cards and anniversary gifts. And, and he's, Aww. yeah, he is. He always gets a gift. Based on what that year is, like the year of wood or the year of aluminum, he always gets a cute little gift. So, again, you know, know your audience and know your strengths. It is just not, Holly, it's just not a strength of mine Mm -hmm. I I, because it doesn't mean anything personally to me. I'm right with you i don't yeah. care if someone gives yeah. me a card yeah.
2: yeah exactly well gosh do we have time for one more or do we gotta go <gasps> oh no well we
1: gotta, go. I yeah, gotta, we gotta go. go hey but that was good that yeah. was a good conversation Chris. It was. Uh,
2: yeah we debated oh. that one mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah lex you are a card maniac well right?
0: it's true you though there are card. some people that i just know or that or ones that i will receive and i'm like oh that's really nice and then yeah you know get rid of it but most most cards i keep yes
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah um we should have taken a poll. Any longtime my talker could have predicted all of our stances on that. It, we, it is very, you know what I mean? It's the, yeah. least, it's the least surprising position on anything for the three of us. we no, just no, going to pretend No revelations
2: no. were had in this no. segment.
1: No. no. no none, none at all. Stayed in our lanes. That's right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. Hi, everybody. It's Chase for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. I was there yesterday with my gal pal, Alisa LaCourcier. She's been going to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic for years. And uh, we were both talking about Dr. Pye. Um, Fairly new, been there for a little while, but I love her because I'm um, following in the footsteps uh, of uh, others in Skin Rejuvenation clinic I, clinic, I always call her Little Dabble Do ya. I recently got some Botox. And if you look at my latest Instagram, you can see my skin just looks better. Um, now I am using great products from them as well. I'll tell you about it in a future commercial, but I, I just feel better and I don't have that frozen uh, Desperate Housewives look. And it's because Dr. Pye knows exactly, especially for guys, where to put it. A little dabble do, you, a little bit on the forehead, do a little uh, eye lift, a, a little bitty. It's, I'm just thrilled. So call Skin Rejuvenation today and get in there, make an appointment and congratulations to our winner of free Botox for a year Jason and Alexis in the morning coming up in just a little bit Prince William's uh life is scary sometimes but is it scarier than a haunted house you'll find out now speaking of haunted house this is perfect I I I forgot to put this in the rundown and I forgot to tell you something now you specifically Alexis but Holly and the listeners will love this so again uh A surprising revelation or a surprising observation about our beloved Alexis is the following. Alexis loves and collects creepy haunted dolls. And They're uh,
0: cute and vintage. uh
1: Uh-huh. Creepy.
0: They were loved by children. uh,
1: Antiques. That are now possessed. But anyway, sure, children that are now possessed (laughs) by a demon. But anyway, so Alexis, anyway, <laughs> Alexis has tomato a, tomato. Alexis has a collection specifically of like a Renoir fifty.
0: Wow, 54? Renoir number eight.
1: No, when, Renoir number eight. Yep, there are these nines creepy, are cool
0: too, but they're harder to find.
1: Yeah, they're Holly. They're just little nuggets of terror, and they're just uh, <laughs> are, those those little, no, the, are those a
0: little no? Are those little ones? The little
1: ones, those little the little ones. ones. Holly. Yes,
0: nineteen fifties. Oh, Holly, dollhouse.
1: They're so dreadful. They're so unbelievably dreadful. Gross. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs)
0: Rude.
1: uh, um, Yeah, she's right there. I get it. It's not
0: for everybody.
1: For very few, just like greeting cards. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alexis, for years, has been known to our listening audience for having these creepy dolls. Well, I cannot believe I waited an hour and 47 minutes to tell you this. So, yesterday on Yee Talk Show paranormal investigator and Lex, I know that you've met him before, Dave Schrader from Ghost Hunters. Oh yeah. Uh Dave was on my show and he brought five of his haunted dolls that he has been given over the years by family that he that by families that have requested his presence. Yeah, all of these dolls like one doll. Let me give you the story of one and they sat next to me on the couch. One of the dolls, he would put on his shelf in his house after uh, grabbing, it, uh, grabbing it from the family. Yeah. And he put the doll on a shelf with other dolls. And are you ready for this? Yeah. More than once, Dave would come into that room and every other doll on that shelf would be knocked down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Gross. Yeah, that's appropriate. No. Every other doll would be knocked oh. down except for that doll. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: Then another doll, uh, the mother showed him like ring camera footage, but more like a security cam footage. Yeah. Of like a, you know, a nursery, nursery camera of a little girl speaking to the doll. Oof. And he showed me part of this, and the doll, and the little girl is speaking to the doll when she thinks no one's, you know, she's by herself in the room, and she says to the doll, no, I won't knock down mommy.
0: (laughs) 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 Right,
2: Holly? Okay. No, do not want. My dolls are nothing
1: like this, okay?
0: Are
1: you sure? I'm 100%. 100 They bring peace and love. They're Casper's cousins. I was like, burn it! But
0: that is nuts. It's, no, oh no, no, no! What? So I said that burn happened, it. and then they gave it to him. And where yeah. do these dolls live? They in his place, or is there yes. like
1: wrapped a safe in, wrapped in bubble wrap that he threw holy water on? Oh. <laughs> no <laughs> like joke, legit holy water. Holy legit holy water. I don't blame him. So listen to this.
2: Oh
0: my gosh.
1: As part of our Halloween show, photographer Eric took all of the dolls home last night and set up cameras all over his house with this collection of dolls.
0: Yeah, and? And I
1: I was just informed in that commercial break by executive producer Jeff, and this is all I'm going to say, and I'll reveal on Friday. All I will tell you is, photographer Eric just got a phone call from home that is a little disturbing. That's all I'm going to oh,
0: say. Oh, no. He has children, too.
1: He has two teenage he's le- boys.
0: He's leaving these out. F- Ooh.
1: the teenage boys. Oh, no. The wife just called Eric, and there were choice curse words said to Eric on that phone call. <laughs> That's well, all I will say.
0: Did the demon stay in the dolls, or did, can they transfer to another object in the home?
1: I think Dawn, remember when Dawn would talk? I think they can transfer.
0: Oh, they can't. Oh, I so think. now they like moved into the they toaster. Couldn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, or the chia pet or something they've got there.
1: So can Eric imagine? has all of this footage. He put the dolls. Um, he slept in the basement and he put the dolls down there with him and had cameras set up all night long. But and when he left, when, so- when he left and the family woke up, something happened and it's not a joke. It's not. I swear to you, Jeff is freaked out. Like executive producer, Jeff is not very emotive. He's slightly freaked out. Oh so, my
0: gosh! Would you? Yeah. He let the demons inside guys, his yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you accept a doll that you know is haunted?
1: No, Colin even told me because I touched these dolls. Oh. Colin said I wasn't allowed home last night. <laughs>
0: Oh, right. we had is that the real and- reason, Chase? Yes. <laughs> well, no, I
1: was in a horrible mood, too. But yeah, that too. But. And then now there are conspiracy theories about this. I'll say this is the last part that I'll tell you. Okay. While Dave was sitting with me on the couch, when I made the announcement on the show that the dolls were going home to Eric, yeah. one of the dolls, it appeared, one of the dolls turned and looked at me. The whole body of the doll looked at me. Now there are conspiracy theories that I moved the doll or Dave moved on the couch. I will tell you with certainty they can alleviate my arm touching the doll because I did outstretch my arm, but I, I did not touch the dolls. They were, I was reaching to Dave and Dave didn't really move much on that couch. The one doll. No,
0: okay, I've been tagged on this thing. I I, I, I need to click yeah, on and watch. You need because, to click on and watch. Um, Yeah, they're like, well, is it Alexis's dolls? I'm like, wait, what's going on with my
1: dolls? Uh-huh. No, why, you...
0: why are they being brought into this? They bring peace and
2: love. Yes. Oh, you have Ringo Star dolls.
1: <laughs> yeah. But if you yes. look at the footage, it's on the Jason Show Instagram. You'll see it. And again, people are thinking, oh, Dave moved, your Jason's arm hit it. I promise you guys, I would just tell you, it's not a big deal. I don't care. It ain't my doll. My arm did not touch that doll. And it did appear to turn and look at me as I made the announcement that it was going home with photographer. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I think though that they can maybe read you, right? If you just don't care, you're like, Yeah, so you have a ghost you inside you this doll. Looks? Doesn't How do you matter. Know this I'm just thinking that if moved. I was a ghost. Right. That, that thing, thing moved. You? Thank you,
2: Holly. I'm watching Ugh, I this footage, by the Lex, way. watch it. I can't because oh, on Bail. my phone. Yeah. By the way,
1: cute socks, Jason. Thank but you. But that appreciate doll
2: that. moved its little behind right towards you. Yes. Wait, the doll moved. The doll, the doll
1: moved. Doll, the doll moved. Okay, As I'm going to watch move. it in the break. As I was making the announcement that it was going home with Nutty Eric, that damn doll moved. And if it... Look, and if... If because if I had moved it, all the dolls. No, would have moved. but
2: here's the thing about the doll: you move your hand toward Today. the doll. Today, yes. The doll moves after your hand comes back towards your body. After,
0: oh, yes. Maybe it was just paying attention to the conversation. <laughs>
1: Is that what you tell yourself when your dolls tie you in on hell to the carpet?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just playing. We're having yeah. fun. It's well, their game playing. that they like to play.
1: Yeah. It's called Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it's pop culture, <laughs> inspiring art. Uh huh. We're just having fun. What are you talking yeah. about? Sure, Lex.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Lex. Oh, I'm... man. And
2: one of these is all in that like Victorian getup.
1: Oh, you have to see these. Oh. Locks. That's okay, why you've been in the break, uh, yeah,
2: hmm. I, I
0: need to. I, I just think a lot of them respond to your reaction. If you're like, "Hey, what's up? You're here. I'm here. I'm gonna leave you alone. You leave me alone." It's great, but if you show any fear, they're coming for you.
1: Again, is that what you use <laughs> as a rule in your home? Yeah.
0: absolutely.
1: Okay. Well, when we come back, Alexis will tell you that Prince William haunted story mm-hmm. to go along with this. And then Alexis has the Wednesday edition of Am I the Hat mm-hmm. plus the Dirt Alert and TV talk. It's going to be a fun third hour when we return. Free-